Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Canatech podcast. It's a Friday, so I'm casual, casual Friday. Uh, Paul, you're looking pretty spiffy there in the University of Virginia uh, jacket that you have on. How are you doing? Doing great. It's a beautiful fall day here in uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. There we go. Well, hey, we want to sneak this one in and make it a priority to, to post up uh, the forthcoming election in the, uh, the cannabis sector. And we purposefully waited. And I'm glad we did. Um, there's a lot of shifting sands out there. So what's what's the state of the union <laughs> on the election? So I think it's going to be a long time before there's not cannabis on the ballot uh, in the U.S. And this particular fall election, we've got five states that are going for full adult use uh, legalization in some form. Uh, but you're right, Harry, it's good that we waited because a couple other states were in the running and various legal uh, procedures blocked both Oklahoma and Nebraska from even getting that question put in front of the voters. So we're left with Maryland, Missouri, Arkansas, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So yeah, my, my description of those, I think, would be they're not going to be the biggest cannabis markets you know, in terms of dollars and, and customers. Sure. But adding new markets is always part of the, the unsteady progress that we're seeing. And you know, a couple of them, Maryland and Missouri, will actually be pretty sizable markets based on the existing medical side and just knowing you know, the population. So it's still pretty exciting. And uh, you know, it, it's almost to the point where cannabis, it's kind of like a football team that if they can get to the game and get on the field, they usually win. But uh, the only thing you can do now is try to stop the bus from uh, making it there or disqualify the quarterback. You know, so a lot of the legal wranglings to try to keep uh, the voters from getting to say yes. Yeah. Any uh, any surprise predictions? And and let me throw throw one at you that I've uh, and I don't track this portion of the industry as well as you do, but. I saw some interest, you know, I saw dialogue about South Dakota. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I think that's the one actually that deserves a little bit of explanation that it's a very limited proposal. So it would put them sort of in the position that Virginia's in where they would legalize the substance. Um, So you could possess it up to an ounce, you could grow three plants, and you could give it as a gift to your friend, but they're not proposing to immediately commercialize and have for-profit dispensaries and cultivations and processors. So, you know, they're breaking it into the smaller steps like Virginia has done, whereas the other four would all be moving to some form of actual commerce and licenses. And, you know, I've seen predictions for Missouri up to maybe a billion dollar market in a few years because they're already at 400 million on the medical side. And Maryland is a $600 million market. Uh, It's been around a while. It's one of the earlier medical markets. They just couldn't get over the hump with the the adult use, but this time the legislature said, let's let the voters decide. So they put it on the ballot um, for the voters to kind of pull the trigger. And uh, I guess my, I would be shocked if that, uh, if any of these don't pass, but uh, okay. we had, South Dakota might be the most uh, questionable just because yeah, it's, it's not the full meal deal. It's just more of a, of a baby step. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a surprisingly conservative state. I, uh, I don't know that Dakota's very, we're, we're a big country. And and I don't know the Dakotas that well, but I, I did pick up some chatter. Um, what happened to Florida? You know, because I, I've been tracking Florida and uh, I, they tried in 2020. Um, what, what What's going on? So I think, uh, again, there's a sense that if it gets on the ballot, if the citizens get a, a choice, they're going to say yes. So it's a lot of political wranglings behind the scenes. And I think 
people trying to, to think politically about, you know, as a governor or as a, a party in power, when do we want this to happen? And yeah, it seems like they've chosen to, to slow walk it a little bit. That was a little bit of the, the story in Oklahoma too. Lots of interest, you know, they've got a pretty wild medical market, right? Almost 10% of the state has a medical card and they're, they're hitting a billion dollars just on medical, but, uh, they had the signatures and the process bogged down and couldn't quite hit the deadline. And so they're going to have to wait till 2024 or, or some sort of special election. But yeah, I think if you had Florida on the ballot, that would be a, a massive market that would have the whole country's interest. And because we don't, I would say Maryland and Missouri are definitely the ones to, to focus on from a, a business opportunity point of view. Sure. Well, I actually, uh, Got up early this morning. Uh, as, as you know, I relocated to Austin, Texas, and uh, I wanted to do the early voting instead of the day of. In fact, I'll be at a tech conference day of the election. Um, the TV said it was 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I go down the street. In my county, it's 8, 8 a.m., so instead of 7 a.m., so I go get coffee. I come back. Paul, that's the first time I've cast a ballot uh and at a ballot box, a machine in many, many years coming from Seattle where we had vote by mail. <laughs> yeah, in Colorado, where I lived for many years as well. Now, I'm not a U.S. citizen, so I won't be voting uh, for any of this. It's all in the, the hands of you and the and your audience. But uh, but not only do we have these five states, there are actually lots of local and uh, you know sub initiatives revising to existing rules. So Colorado, Michigan. Ohio, you know, Rhode Island, the various towns are going to decide, do they want to bring the industry in? And even in uh, in your home state of Texas these days, uh, there's a few um, local areas where they're at least trying to do something around, you know, criminal priority. And, you know, it's, it's a long way from uh, a full market, but at least, you know, the word is there and people are starting to think about it. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll end on this. As, uh, I believe, as my mom said, I'd rather be early than be late. So, it, folks, you're in early. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If we get all these markets, all these five, that would put uh, 24 states on the map as having legal cannabis for full adult use. So that's halfway. And so, yeah, you're still in the in the early stages. And then, yeah, that 50th state is going to be a long way down the road, I think, unless the world changes dramatically. Yeah, I'll probably be Texas. All right, Paul. Hey, we're going to see you at MJ BizCon in about three weeks. Um, that's a big show. Now, I only do the Expo Pass. As I recall, you went to lecture last year. Will you go to lecture again? I will. I'm I'm usually the one giving the lecture, so it's nice to be uh, in the audience sometimes. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, this is one of the places where I try to stay on top of developments in the States, right? There's all the other states that are already in the in the legal world are changing all the time in terms of regs and entrance. And uh, so, yeah, it's my chance to really uh, get my fingertips on uh, what's happening and catch up with a lot of really great people across the country. So, yeah, I can't wait. It's like the number one thing on my November calendar. So. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm really uh, I'm going to I'm going to spend some quality time. In fact, I'll, I'll see you there. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Harry. Bye bye.